Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 5. <laughs> Moving slowly through these nine points that are in this chapter. Chapter 4, 5. A complete deliverance we have had if we're saved, a converted disposition we should have. A conquered devil, verse 27 of chapter 4, and conspicuous difference should be obvious to all. 28 and 29 of 4. Our Christ-like demeanour, chapter 4, 30 to 32. In chapter 5, a categorical demand we have in verses 1 to 7, a convicting distinction, verses 8 to 14, and now tonight, a conscious decision, chapter 5, verses 15 to 17. Now, I thought it was in the uh, <laughs> bulletin, and I just said to Elise, same as last week, and it wasn't, so you'll just have to find the outline. There's a conscious decision, point eight of the ones we're looking at. Chapter 5, verse 15 and 17. And first of all, concerning time, verses 15 and 16. <clears throat> Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us time to do things. Time to know you. Time to devote to you and time to serve you. Lord, sometimes we spend all our time on ourselves. And Lord... You're not pleased if we are your children. And I pray that we would discern the times in which we live and know that it's high time to wake out of our sleep. For now he is coming. <laughs> he is coming sooner than may we, maybe we think. And bless the word to our hearts tonight. Challenge us from it in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so under concerning time, we are to be wise concerning our ways in verse 15. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And so <clears throat> we're to be wise concerning our ways in verse 15. Archribus, the word in this verse that is circumspectly circumspectly means being perfect could be said to walk carefully walk precisely walk exactly sounds pretty you know straight and narrow and I don't know why it sticks in my head but when we had a youth rally at Benalla many years ago there was one of the clues you come to the straight and narrow road and do this and that and you'll find a straight and narrow road. There's a straight and narrow track on the other side of the creek on the left side coming up. Oh, that, that, what's that river that runs through the middle? Bro broken. Anyway, the broken, yeah, the broken. And uh, I think <coughs> uh, Malcolm had set the, the thing up and there was a long straight road. You had to go down, a track, just a track. And it comes to mind when I think of this. And we've got a lot of long, straight highways, the gun barrel highway and so forth in Australia. And we has, as Christians have a straight and narrow road. Walk circumspectly. It'd be what, like walking walking along the, a cliff edge up on the halfway up along a little ledge all the way around. Very careful. You wouldn't want to walk there in the night. You know, walk in the light in the daytime. So choose your steps carefully is what Paul is saying. <clears throat> in some European countries and properties, 
they're protected by high walls and on top of the walls they have put cement with broken glass on them and so that uh, you, they see cats walking along the top and you know cats walk pretty particularly sometimes unless you give them a fright and they're putting their paw up and carefully down <laughs> and going on if you give them a fright they could just you know, cut themselves bad but <clears throat> we need to choose our steps carefully like that like walking on broken glass in this wicked world there's a lot of snares there's a lot of traps snares yes Satan's laying out snares all the time for us sins there and uh, inviting us to, to go astray so walk circumspectly carefully precisely as we said assiduously is another word that is used in Psalm 37 23 the steps can you finish it of a good man are ordered by the Lord so as you start the day Lord let me walk circumspectly let me walk correctly in this wicked world let's not take use our feet to take us to places on pathways that are not for the Christian to go in, in Psalms chapter 119 the longest there chapter and verse 133 119 133 we read order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me in the word that's a good way to walk circumspectly isn't it in the word and that's what we'll be looking at in a little bit in the word because if you're in the word you're in the places the place where your feet will be landing in the right spot <laughs> not in the wrong place in proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9 proverbs 16 and verse 9 <clears throat> now the reference is lots of them concerning the steps of the believer a false witness shall not go unpunished and that's not the verse i'm in <laughs> so chapter 9 chapter 16 verse 9 what did i tell you Okay, I was in chapter 19, verse 6. <laughs> by, by mercy and truth, and truth, iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. So walk in the right way. A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. The Lord directs his steps. So I pray that the Lord directs your steps. How can he if we're not in the word? Um, we, we have a saying we've all put our foot in it thank you sometimes somewhere we put our foot in it and uh, we regret afterward and if it's in a spiritual sense we put our foot in it in the world in sin then we've done uh, done our testimony and pray not it for a lifetime like a snare Walk circumspectly in regards, and I've listed a few things, and it's just logic. Our speech. Walk circumspectly concerning our speech. What we say, we need to think. Put our mind into gear before we say it. We need to walk circumspectly concerning our friends. Our friends. What does the song say in Sunday school? Make friends with a hog, and you'll eat what you please uh, lay with the dog and you get lots of fleas or something like that <laughs> so you know watch your friends choose your friends carefully um, family be careful uh, folks have got testimonies of when they go for a, 
a party or Christmas or something like that, if they're non-Christian family, I'm not saying don't go, but watch out when you get there for putting your foot in it and uh, joining in their frivolity as they have their party and what they also eat and drink maybe. Doctrine. Circumspectly concerning doctrine today is something we really need, isn't it? it it's everywhere false and in, in it's, in it's multiplying. I can't believe you look up, you know, hear somebody say, oh, this is a good, this is a good site. What do you call it? Web. Website. Uh, check, it, check it out. I'll check it out. It doesn't take long. I thought, oh, no, you know. I hope those people haven't been hoodwinked and not worked so carefully concerning the doctrines that these people are teaching. And I think today, as a church, we need to pray for each other that our doctrine would remain true. It, it didn't seem in times past that people were going astray so often as concerning their doctrine. Circumspect doctrine, circumspect decisions and duties as Christians. Fellowship. We can have friendship but with the, with the world, but we should not have that fellowship with the world. Fellowship is between Christians, as you read in 1 John 1. Pastimes and pleasures and plans all need to be circumspect. Our clothes, our manner, our music, these things need to be circumspect. <coughs> I've written down here next to our plans today, they say we'll go into such a city and buy and sell and get gain. You don't know what's going to be on the morrow. They say we will do this and that. <clears throat> so we are to be wise concerning our ways. We are to be wise concerning our days. In verse 16 of Ephesians chapter 5. Wise people walking wisely, verse 15. Then redeeming the time, very short, but a phrase to remember, redeeming the time because the days are evil. How appropriate is that for our day? We're just listening on Monday night to the, the course there and we're doing Ephesians. You know, we talked about Rome, Rome last week, but then he got into Ephesians. And said, oh, you know, hardly want to hear what's being said here. It's a, it was a very wicked place which, with the worship of Diana. It just... The sexual sins were just everywhere. That's the way they lived. They were very perverted. But one of the deepest doctrinal and personal books that we're studying now, Ephesians, was written to these people. That wa and and <laughs> what, a, what a thing to say. Walk circumspect. Hey, hardly go out in the street because things are going to be there that you're going to see and hear. You need to be strong in the Lord and redeem the time because the days are evil and now today with all the things we have at our disposal sin is can be done easily and can get into things easily and watch out you know we, we have people talk about television and I think I should talk to them about computers throw the t throw the computer out too if you're going to throw that out throw that out because that just they just I don't, don't know how they do it they just inject things into it like you watch, you, you're on something, and bang, it just comes in. Well, adverts of so I don't know what and how they do that. And, and sometimes they haven't got an X to put it, you, you know, get rid of it, <laughs> to exit. And if you do, then that goes into something else, and you just, just, oh. 
Web Shield. Right. Okay. Web Shield. Web Shield. <laughs> Web Shield. <laughs> get, get on there and put that in. Um, redeem means to buy back the time. What does it say in the old song? We don't have it in our hymn book, actually. I looked it up. It's one we've got on overhead. Life at best is very brief, like the falling of a leaf, like the binding of a sheep. Be in, be in time. And to redeem means to buy back the time. Um, <coughs> have you ever had to fill, maybe you do have to at work, fill in a time sheet? You know, it's eight hours at work here. What did you do with your time? Where did you spend your time? And the boss needs to know. Now, to these days, they've got tractors on the vehicle. If you're out um, doing the business of the business, you can be tracked. Huh. It's pretty quiet. They're sitting in one spot. They've been there for an hour and a half, and that's longer than lunch. <laughs> they, that's what they can do now. <laughs> See if you're where you are, if you're, if you're moving. Or like a tortoise just gone to sleep there. <laughs> and Christians, the Lord doesn't have to look down and examine. He knows if we're moving or not, whether we're redeeming the time, using it wisely. Uh, <clears throat> when we get older, what is it that a desire of older people is? I wish I had more time. I wish I, you know, if, if I can only get the days of my youth when I could do some things. Hey, young people, listen to the older people saying that and say, I think I should wise up and start redeeming the time now, using it wisely. Well, when I was a child, did childish things and played with childish toys. When I grew old, I put them away and didn't buy man's toys. <laughs> I, I did God's business and used my time wisely. Yeah, <laughs> and I see it, it happens, it's happened here at church. I see young, young fellas particularly buy a car and another couple of months have got a different car. A few more months have got a different car. And you say, hang on a minute, you can't be wearing all them out. <laughs> <laughs> but yours is not for racing, are they? <laughs> or loud noises or, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, if you're convicted. <laughs> okay, we'll have to preach harder. <laughs> But yeah, and they spent all that time on that car and buff it up. And I, I had I had a car, but I wore it out. I think it was only three years and I had two hundred thousand miles. And then it was crashed. Got another one. I still got it. But you know these things. What, redeeming the time, not wasting the time on these. You know, I, I saw one young person got a got an older car and done it all up. And then they told me they're going to sell it. I didn't say anything. But it's their business. But I thought, all that time they're going to buy another one and do it all up, and they're not going to make any money. It's, it's just a waste of time. And so ask an older person, what would you do if you had your, your, your run again? <laughs> and say, where would you spend your time? How would you spend that time? And get wise. Learn that the other person's expense has been through that, done that. <clears throat> Yep, all the unfinished jobs. How, how's, how's your to-do list? I've got a, a little tray <laughs> with to-do lists, and I keep I go back down there and oh, good, I've 
can cross a few more off. But it's, it's not to do this and that, it's just to get things done. And I know if and when I retire, there'll be still things on there I wanted to do, haven't done yet. <laughs> they're, just, they're just, the time's not there. I trust that you never kill time. And that's literally what it is, isn't it? Waste time. Wasting time. Time is short. 1 Corinthians 7.29 and down to 30. But I, this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as though they had none, and they that weep as though they wept not, and they that rejoice, they that rejoice as though they rejoice not, and they that buy as though they bought not. And that they use this world as not abusing it, for the fashion of this world passes away. And I think that's very appropriate with what we're just talking about. Time is short. Someone, someone, someone told me this, and I shared it with a couple of the pastors on. It was, I think, it was just before the wedding, actually. Someone told me recently that they would like pastors to fill in a timesheet because they think pastors are lazy because he's got all day to do nothing but get a couple of sermons ready or something all week and I sh I'm not quick enough to reply but <laughs> if, if, if they do it again I'm ready <laughs> I, would have, I should have said I will say yes and you pay for the overtime time and a half if I keep the time sheet and it's filled out a lot more than you do <laughs> you know and double time when it gets to what hours time and a half after eight hours and double time after I don't even know what it means <laughs> but I, I need and, and, and you pay for it okay we'll make a deal shake on that and I'll fill out a time sheet I don't know if they would knowing the person that said it to me <laughs> but that's what we should think of in our Christian life how am I spending this time? You know, it's given to us at the start of the day, a new day, a full day to serve the Lord. At the end of the day, sometimes, oh, what did I do with it? How did I waste it? It's probably good at the end of the day just to fill out a little diary and say, what did I do? That was for the Lord. What did I do in service? You know, do all what we do to the glory of God. Every day, all the time. And that, that's work. At work, do it to the glory of God. So all these things should be something we keep in mind as we walk through life. How much would you pay if you were told from now till you die, you have to pay for every day? And I often would say, <clears throat> when you get sick, you have a terminal illness if one and God forbid it comes to us, but if you had that, what do you do? What do people do to just live another day, another week? Most people. They go to the hospital and they take medications and, and you know, operations that cost tens of thousands of dollars. Now, we don't pay for that. The government does these days or medical insurance. But if we had to pay for it, how much would we give to keep ourselves ticking for a bit longer? Or would we be like Paul that said, you know, <laughs> um, time's up. I'd, for me, to die is gain. <laughs> I get out of, out of here. <laughs> I'm out of this prison. 
uh, actually on Monday night we had a picture of the, the supposed prison where Paul was in, in, the, in that dungeon and <clears throat> if it was the prison it was a, a round hole with a grate on top of it and that's how you got in, that was the door a hole dug in a stenchy, smelly pit and that's where he was when he wrote the prison of thistles. You say, wow. <laughs> and you say, well, that's why you want to get out of here. <laughs> but he said, what did he say after that? He said, but to stay here is more needful for you. He was thinking of other people. That's the reason he wanted to stay on earth and spend some more time doing something for somebody else to minister to their needs. Yep, <clears throat> time is short. Listen to these verses just if you want to jot them down. Matthew 20 verse 6 where in the parable it says Why stand ye here idle all day? <laughs> it's in the evening even time about 5 or 6 o'clock in the evening harvest is ready to harvest and the keeper of the, the vineyard or whatever, the paddock Why stand ye here idle all day? The Lord's saying Why stand ye here idle all day? I've given you time. And when we get to into eternity, our time will be, yes, there will be a diary that's being kept on our works. In James 4.14, we appear for a little time, this is through to 17, and then vanish away. Psalm 89.47, how short my time is. In Psalm 39.5, my days are a handbreadth, altogether vanity. And in Psalm 144 and verse 4, like a shadow that passeth away. You might say like the sundial and the shadow just moving around. You, you, might, you might have done that at lunchtime if you're sitting outside eating your lunch in a paddock and there's a big tree shadow in your, eating your lunch and just moving, the time's moving on. <laughs> the shadow is going around. The clock is ticking. Uh, <clears throat> it's like grass, Psalm 40, verse 6 and 8. Um, Job 14, 1 and 2, few, few and full of trouble. Uh, Job 6, 6 and 7, a wind and a weaver's shuttle. And Job 9, 25, like a swift ship, like an eagle diving toward its prey. So teach us to do what in Psalm 90? So teach us to number our days. Another one gone. What does God promise us? How long does he promise us? Three? Three score and ten. Seventy. So who's, who's there yet? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> five are there and going strong. <laughs> yeah, you pick up speed there. <laughs> Said and saying that to somebody one day. I won't say who it was. You know, once you're over the hill, you pick up speed. No, no, it's not like that. <laughs> he thought you'd get better and faster at doing things. <laughs> no, <laughs> you go downhill <laughs> and uh, things get harder and Ecclesiastics 12 comes into play, into focus. <clears throat> Why are we to do this according to Ephesians? Redeem the time because the days are evil. Satan's on the loose in the prowl and he's trying to do damage to Christians and to the work of God all through their life our life and his until he's locked in the pit he will keep doing it and even when he's released he'll still do it 
when he's released at the end of the millennium. <clears throat> the days are evil. Poneros, evil. And it's related to pornography. That word there in verse 16, evil days. We live in a pornographic society. You can't avoid it. Books and magazines, advertising, television, internet, news, conversation, walking the street. Things that can pollute our mind and our soil, our souls are everywhere. And sometimes when they're seen, uh, participated in or whatever, they're hard to eradicate. The longer you live in sin before you're saved, the things that keep coming back into your head and mind that you have to pray to God to be rid of. Uh, <clears throat> the way to keep our thoughts pure, of course, is not to allow the world to plant its vileness in our minds in the first place. Isn't that true? <laughs> Some contamination cannot be avoided. Otherwise, what did Paul say? If Otherwise, you have to leave the world. Stay in the world. There might be a testimony to the world. Um, <clears throat> Much could be avoided if we simply decided to redeem the time instead of waste and kill the time. <clears throat> buy up the time. It means buy up, literally buy up the time, redeem the time. Now, we've been, we've been bought with a price, redemption, Buy up the time. We could avoid many traps if we buy up our spare time when the temptation of sin is strongest. That Troy mentioned on Sunday at Sunday school. You know, slouch in the couch, turn the TV on and just go into neutral. And it can waste hours like that. Used to be sit in the chair, open the newspaper, demand a cup of tea and... Uh, waste your time doing that we must buy up the time convert our spare time into another kind of time time to read the bible <laughs> time to turn our thoughts toward god in prayer and meditation of his word time when we pick a good book up go for a walk <laughs> i find it hard to get time to read a book through i mean a good christian book i mean no time for other fairy tales, but read a book. I know Christians that read novels that aren't Christian and think, what a waste of time. To me, I haven't got time to read them. When I retire, maybe, ask Pastor McConnell, do you get time to read books or still too busy? Yeah. Yes, yeah, same, exactly. Time to refer books, commentaries and things like that concordance, want a few of them out Bible <laughs> wear a few of them out in your life, do you well to redeem the time spending it in that, time in prayer at the throne throne room <clears throat> good book maybe some gardening get out in the fresh air for a little bit hey, redeem the time time that we could be spending sinning should be spent serving um, we'll get to the last verse next time Concerning truth, concerning time, we've looked at those two points under that in there. We are to be wise concerning our ways and our days. And then we'll look at concerning truth, verse 17, next time. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Hey, camps and that, one of the main questions.
young people that are convicted at camps is what is God's will for me? <laughs> There's a simplest answer is have you read the Bible? There is God's will for you. And you'll find it as you read it and experience life. The answers will come. But if you're not in it, you won't. You know, that takes discipline. Meditate, memorize, study the word.